Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. I'm so thankful for the opportunity I have to speak to you today. I'm going to ask you, if you would, to engage your imagination. I'm going to ask you a question in just a moment. I'm going to need you to kind of provide a little bit of mental feedback for me, okay? Right now, I'm coming to you from a hotel room in Southeast Asia. I'm in Thailand right now. That's where I'm speaking to you from. And as we just about end the year together, I know we're just one day away from the last broadcast of the year. Let me encourage you to tune in tomorrow. I have a very special, kind of a a different sort of broadcast. I'm going to invite you to come along on. You're going to want to listen in tomorrow. But today, let's jump in. I have a question for you. Are you ready for an adventure? Are you ready for an adventure? Let's look at the book of Joshua, chapter number 14. We are going to dive into and conclude this thought today because, as I said, we have a special day tomorrow. Joshua 14, let's jump into verse number 7. The Bible says this, 40 years old was I. Remember, this is Caleb speaking. Caleb and Joshua, remember the two spies of 12 that went into Canaan? This is Caleb speaking right now. 40 years old was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to espy out the land and brought him word again as it was in mine heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord my God. He's talking about those 10 bad spies. And Moses swear on that day, promised on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord hath kept me alive, as he said, these forty and five years, ever since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. As yet, I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now, for war, both to go out and to come in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain. Remember that song, I want that mountain? That's where this comes from. Now, therefore, give me this mountain, whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced, If so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him, and gave unto Caleb the son of Jephunneh Hebron for an inheritance. Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb the son of Jephunneh the Kenizzite unto this day, because that he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. Caleb said, I'm going on an adventure. I'm going to take out these Anakims. I want that mountain. Why is it, though, that Caleb was willing to do so? Let's talk about this Caleb character for just a few moments and see if we can learn something from the Bible. We talked, I think it was on Tuesday of this week, Caleb was optimistic. He believed God could do great things. I hope you believe that God can do great things. Realize as well that Caleb outlived the doubters. You realize those of the 12 spies that went into Canaan, 10 were bad and 2 were good, right? Well, the 10 that were bad, they all died in the wilderness. In those 40 years wandering in the wilderness, they all died. But Caleb, he outlived the doubters. 
Can I, can I tell your friend that being a happy Christian often is a life extender? I, I'm not promising you health, wealth, and prosperity, but realize that faith often leads to a furtherance of your quality of life. The more you trust God, the better life will be. Caleb not only was an optimist, not only did he outlive the doubters, but Caleb obtained the promised land. He was part of a very select few. The only people over the age of 20 that made it into Canaan land were him, Caleb, and Joshua. You realize that everyone that doubted, every single person that said, I, I don't think we can do it from the age of 20 on upwards, they all died in those 40 years in the wilderness. Sometimes not everyone gets to go on the adventure. Sometimes there are Debbie Downers. Sometimes there are pessimistic Pauls. Sometimes, well, I should probably stop because I'm going to keep saying names of people that are listening right now. You're going to think, I'm not a pessimist. I'm not a downer. You probably aren't. And so I apologize about that. But there are people that never have a good word to say, never have a kind word to say, but never have an optimistic word to say. Don't be like that. Let's be looking to go on an adventure. Don't miss out. He was optimistic. He outlived the naysayers. He obtained the promised land and realized Caleb had been kept on earth for a purpose. Verse number 10, And now, behold, the Lord hath kept me alive, as he said these forty and five years. He said, I am this day fourscore and five years old, eighty-five years old. He had lived through the wilderness why? Because God had a purpose for him. He had something to do. He had a mountain to go get. Ever have a situation where you know you could have died? I've had some adventures in the past. I've worked a little bit of construction, just a little bit. Been on some heights. I've had a few falls. Uh, living in a foreign land in Europe for many years as a young person, four years. I've been rappelling. You ever been rappelling off a rock face, off a cliff? I, I've enjoyed that. There, I, I've given ample opportunities for the Lord to end my life to realize he could stop my heart right now if he wanted to. I, I'm not guaranteed another moment. But you realize that you, no matter what your quality of life is, you are here for a purpose. I, I was in a jewelry store while I was in Bible college in a jewelry store, not because I was buying something, but because I worked in the jewelry store. I was in the jewelry store as it was robbed. I was standing, I, I, I was not the person that was helping this person, but I was there. I think it was across the aisle and the manager of the store was helping somebody and they handed them a gold bangle. Just, I think it was 18 karat gold, just a thick gold bangle. It was probably sticker price. It was probably $1,800, $2,000 or something like that. And they turned and ran as soon as it was in their hands. Gone. So quick we couldn't do anything. Not that we would have anyway. They were gone. Thankfully, they didn't stick the place up and ask for more gold or jewelry. But realize this. Though God could have taken us home at any time, God, very obviously, if you have a pulse right now, God's not finished with you yet. You have been kept on earth, like Caleb, for a purpose. Caleb, what's something that's different about Caleb? Here in the scripture, he focused on the opportunity ahead of him. He said, as yet, I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength 
now. At 85 years old, he refused to believe he was too weak to succeed. He focused on his strength rather than his weakness. He focused on his abilities rather than his ailments. At 85, he thought of the joy of the adventure. Caleb's, realize this, Caleb's greatest adventure for all that he did in the first 85 years of his life, Caleb's greatest adventure happened in the second half of his life. He was 40 years old when the other spies made the mistake that cost them their lives. And Caleb viewed his strength as sufficient at 85 years old for what lay ahead. He was strong enough to travel into Canaan. He was strong enough to go to war with the Anakims expecting victory. Why? Because Christ provides the strength. Philippians 4.13, ever heard this verse? I can do some things. I can do a few things. I can do one or two things. Uh, uh, no. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. You know what Caleb said? Verse number 12, Now therefore give me this mountain whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out. God has equipped us for what he wants us to do. Caleb, oh, he was an optimist. He outlived the doubters. He focused on the opportunities. Caleb was ready to go on the offense. Often as we slow down, maybe a little as we get a little older, as we get more cynical, we see more problems. Not Caleb. He was ready to go on the offense. He was just hitting his stride. Can I tell you, friend, you may be wondering, okay, Micah, uh, I'm, I'm willing to consider going on an adventure, but what is the adventure? Doing God's will. That's the adventure. It starts, the adventure does, with accepting Christ as your Savior. My question today is this. Do you know for sure, if you were to die today, that you would go to heaven? I've traveled halfway around the world to Southeast Asia, now in Thailand. Later, I'll be in South Korea. Why am I in these places? Well, because I've been given an opportunity to preach and speak to some people and visit some, some foreign lands and, and some international missions work. But the reason I'm here is the same reason I speak and preach in evangelism across America and across the North America. It's because people are lost and need the gospel. It's because you can't start the adventure until you know Christ is your Savior. It's because... There may be people listening right now. Why am I speaking to you? Yes, I want to encourage and edify the Christian. I want to encourage you to use gospel tracts, just like we did here in Myanmar for the last week or so. But I want to encourage you today, as we just about close out the year broadcasts, if you don't know Christ, would you consider him today? Strongly consider him today? It may be that you know you're a sinner. You know that you, because of your sin, face a penalty. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. That doesn't sound like a good thing. And you can't get to heaven by good works. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, not of works, lest any man should boast. You, my friend, are a sinner. 
You, my friend, without Christ, are on your way to a place. Uh, yes, it's used as a curse word, but that's not the context with which I use it today. Friend, if you don't know Christ, you're on your way to a place called hell. And I don't want that for you. And God doesn't want that for you. So I ask you today this. Would you like to accept him? If you have a question about what you've heard here at the very tail end of the year, would you text me? You can text me right now. I'd love to talk to you. Text me at 309-316-7240. Let me give you that number one more time, real slow. You ready? 309-316-7240. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love for you to have a great day for His glory, God's glory. And I'd love for you to tune in tomorrow for a special broadcast. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at bibletracksinc.org. That's bibletracksinc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.